Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Roundtable. My name is Robert Bannon. If you're listening to us on the Broadway Podcast Network or you're watching us on YouTube, I'm so excited to be here with you today. You know, inspirational stories come in all shapes and sizes, and there's a brand new book that you need to check out, you need to grab, called Not Just Sunglasses and Autographs. It's by an author named Tommy Burke. You know, some of his life and his stories from Hodgkin's lymphoma to Parkinson's disease to entertainment to, you know, fighting the fight in the pavement to get out here in this show business world. This is definitely a conversation that will leave you inspired. Allegedly, Tommy wants to talk about musicals. I'm ready to talk about, he's at the right place. Welcome to the Broadway Podcast Network. You know, we are going to talk about musicals. If you want to listen to us every day on the Broadway Podcast Network, make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe, or we can watch us on YouTube. So TommyBurke.com is where you can get the book. He's got a code. You can save money. You can go to Amazon. You can go to Barnes & Noble. You can go wherever, but go to TommyBurke.com, read all about him. You're going to hear about it now. Ladies and gentlemen, author extraordinaire Tommy Burke is here. How are you? That was an amazing intro. I... I, I'm trying, Tommy. I'm trying to, you know, get keep it going. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you sent me up such a big intro, I, I'm falling short. No, you're never going to fall short. Well, let me ask I, you this. I'm no Iron Margaret. I know that. No. <laughs> oh, I hate when they do research. Then they didn't, because now you won't know what you already know. This show is a mess. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a story about New Jersey. Yes, please. Um, my grandma, my grandmother was um, from Poland, and she lived in Passaic, New Jersey. So I went to a rich school, Boston College, because my father taught there. You know, I can afford it. So I go to all these rich kids at BC. And go, hey, my grandma's from Passaic, and you see their faces go, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Passaic, though. You know, Passaic next to Newark. In between Bergen County, off Route Three, you know, I I'm here for Passaic. I'm all about the Passaicness of the Jersey. I'm rep Jersey, Tommy, all day. I know that's why I I, I, I gotta be honest. When people tell me from New Jersey, I go, I'm sorry to hear that. That's that's okay. I understand. I understand. Look, we have a certain certain swagger and a certain, you know, it's a it's an acquired taste, Tommy. John Sayers from there. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. There, 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 there you go. I see. Well, all of us amazing actors are from New Jersey. <laughs> Tommy, you have spent 30 years in television and film production. I'm sure that's a lot of craft, a lot of crafty, a lot of walkie talkies, a lot of cold days and long nights. What made you want to go into show business? Well, first I'll say, um, on my time at is a lot of pictures of me and I'm literally 30 pounds heavier. So am I. <laughs> I was Chicago PD and they had pierogies almost every other day. Pierogies. 
Polish. You all got to love that. You worked on uh, Chicago PD for what? The last five years or so? Yeah. My family loves that show. My cousin loves that show. My father loves that show. Super. You know, I, I, I love the episodic television shows and some of the shows that you've worked on being CSI Miami or the pilot for Desperate Housewives or, you know, all of the stuff that you did. How did you get the nickname The Irish Bull, Tommy? Because um, I never went to film school. Bring back to Boston College, my uh, film teacher said, film, yeah, chemicals. They were all about keeping their, these kids, that, um, Irish girls went to Boston College. They're keeping um, these kids in suits and ties. I mean, I could wear shorts and t-shirt to work at a film studio. So they believed in film uh, film business. So I just got into it and I was in the restaurant business. I didn't go to film school, so I didn't know anything about film. But I was in the restaurant business for 10 years. So I learned about how to just keep things moving with humor. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, when you talk about you, 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 when did you get diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma? How did you find out you had it? And what is the reaction? I was on a, was on a Jerry Bruckheimer pilot. That's, that's, that's the big game. That's the big, the show. I found a lump under my arm. So I, um, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, bullheaded. So I, uh, they kept moving this the pilot and I kept, Moving my surgery, and it finally, I had to do it on the day of I was working. A friend was supposed to pick up my car. Didn't pick up my car. I drove home after surgery because I needed to get back to work. Oh my goodness! Wow. Okay, Irish bull. And uh, that's what's, that's and then after you have that, you you go on to get thrown a curveball. Parkinson's disease. My uncle suffer from Parkinson's disease. I know what a kind of disease it is. We've learned a lot about it through activism and people like yourself telling your story. Um, what can you say about that battle and, and that that journey in your life? It's a tough. I, I mean, one of the reasons the book is to tell people not to give up. I just talked to an old boss today about his brother-in-law. He, he doesn't want to talk about it. I say in the book, when they give you a diagnosis, run home. Automatically run home. Exercise is the big key. I work out... Um, Every day of the week. Um, I usually, I'm because I'm on video, my head's shaking. My usually doesn't shake this much. Um, how's your uncle doing? Did he pass away? He, he, he had a very long, he, he lived with it for over 35 years. You know, he lived into his almost 80 years old. Um, but it, it was it was a, a real uh, a, a struggle for his family. It was good days and bad days and, you know, a journey. Yeah, it's um, it's tough, but you know, it's you got to exercise, get into it. That's why the I didn't write the book just to talk about um, the great things I did. I do a lot of self-deprecating stories. I also tell how to get in the film business. I pull no punches. I pull no punches. Were you scared to write the book? No, because I I always was doing something. So after I left Chicago PD because of Parkinson's. Yeah. Okay. And I, then I, I just do things. I just I just start and do the do things. What? It's a fast. It's a, it's a fascinating the book. Everyone, while we're talking about it, is called not just sunglasses and autographs, and and you could get it like we said. You could go to Tommy Burke if you're listening to us on the podcast. It's Tommy B U R K E dot com, and you could grab it and and get a copy sent right to your house. You, what does the title mean? Not just uh, I was on a, a show, a movie with Sean Astin, name dropper. Oh, your toes, your toes, and um, I we, he was talking to some. Fans off the side, they were getting um, they were getting um, autographs, and I called back to say, "Cause we need to shoot," 
He turned to the kids and said, it's not all sunglasses autographs. I got to work now. That's so like that. Yeah. That's a, that's a great title. What a great, what a great title it is. And then who was the first person you let read the book? That's a good question. I had a lot of people read it along the way. I mean, I have a, um, my friend Erin Anderson was an editor. She did an amazing job. Erin Anderson did a lot of this. She's so smart. It goes by Nobel, uh, my Pulitzer Prize, though. But that's, it's, it, it really is, you know, it talks about from being a bouncer in bars in Boston to working on television shows and movies. And if you are somebody who has been going through something, we've all been through a whole couple, these past few years have been rough, Tommy, from, from the COVID of it all to the, to the world, to money, to politics. If you are struggling or you need some, a lift me up, or you need someone to tell you to get yourself up there and go, this is the book for you. Is that from your upbringing? Is that that tough Boston Irish in you that was ready to fight? Like what, what makes you. Uh, my parents were, uh, uh, we lived in a rich town of Newton, which is outside of Boston, but we were treated rich. My father's family was on welfare. My mother's family was Polish. So they had a tough upbringing. So uh, like case in point, I had to go canning every weekend when I was a kid. I didn't have to like, you're going canning. You're going canning. So I just worked hard and, um, and the film business was hard, so I had to bust my ass to get into it. So what is the advice you give to people who want to get into the film business? Just do book. something. <laughs> get the book, because I do a lot. But it says, just do something. Get, get in. Um, I speak a lot to people, classes and all things. And I say, um, I'll say to one guy, you're a script writer? This guy over here is an actor. Why aren't you working together? You're a DP. Why aren't you shooting a short part of the movie? Don't just schmooze get in and do something you know tommy i uh i i can't agree with you i, I have students i teach musical theater at New, nj pack in newark next to passaic and um a lot of them say good callback see it all goes back to jersey tommy i don't care that you're from boston i don't care but well, so my students say to me how do you do it how do you get an agent how do you get the put make don't don't focus on the work put some work out there be get, go create something go make something go do something you know, and, and then and, and it, it, all, it all can follow there. You had nine operations. You had chemo treatments. You were working on 14-hour days, working on television shows. Do you, did you ever sleep? Are you, are, are, are you, uh, is it, what, what love of life, love of work, love of busyness? I just, I just could give up. I also want to say, uh, before I forget that last thing about your students, my favorite expression is like, you never get to meet anyone in your living room. Mm. So get out there. Uh, it's just tough. I just, I just would give up. I just could give up. I, I, I hear you. Well, and here you are not giving up at all and, and, and thriving and writing and, and, and out here and making your story inspirational for so many others. Have you heard from people who have read the book and have, uh, how's that been to hear, hear from them and, and hear their, their reaction to your story? Well, I'm a big cocky. I got 66 positive reviews. Um, so I heard from a lot of people. I mean, it's pretty good. 66 five-star reviews. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> sounds really good to me. All right, Tommy, why do you love musicals? Tell me why. Because they, they're, they, the human condition, they, you're striving for something better. My favorite uh, musical, and uh, I mean, you guess it once I tell you what it is, but it's Man of La Mancha. Oh. So good. 
but that music and, and the impossible dream i mean that's that goes back to your book i mean things are impossible you you strive for a better you just keep going and overcome the odds it, it's such an inspirational story why why man of la mancha for you because as you, all the reasons you just said perfect reasons just starving i uh, like uh rent oh I like fun home i uh, like um I have a QFC twice. You really are. You are a little musical theater nerd like me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, being in Rent was the most moving experience. That, you know, I did the tour. I toured with Rent. I did regional productions of Rent as Roger. And um, I don't think that you can do that show and not be changed or moved by this no day but today mantra and and, and the toughness of that of that time. Living in tough conditions, overcoming tough obstacles, kind of seems like that's your your theme. That's exciting. Well, I, I saw I saw the movie. I didn't see the play, uh, but watching watched behind the scenes is actually this ties into what we're talking about. And um, they're talking about the director, and not sure the director. I go, oh wait a minute, wait a minute. He died the night before the play opened. Yeah, and they're gonna tell you to get up and do something. I don't know what does. Yeah, you know that I, I, I can't either. I, I, I don't. I mean, like, like there is no data, but today the play was going to open the next day, and then J Jonathan Larson dies, um, and, and never gets to see the success of the show. Do you, do you, as a director and as an assistant director on all of these shows, for people who don't know, what is what does an assistant director do? We do the real work. <laughs> That, all right. Well, let me tell I'm you. I'm retired. I don't care. I'm retired. I hear you. Listen, this is what I know. If you are a principal on set, or if you are, you know, and you're talk, you can talk to the director. If you're a background person, or you're not union, you're not talking to the director. You're talking to the AD or other people on the set, and you're the one really calling setting up shots and doing all the prep work and, and really making sure that the camera and cinematography and the set and everything, you, you're like the nurse to the doctor. You do all the work and then the doctor comes in and signs the script and goes home. Um, when, when working with directors, did you feel like the collaborate collaborative process was great? Did you like having a director? Or were you well, always thinking about TV is it's more of a, the writers in the crew medium. Um, in movies, your director's all director. So you had a little more control. Um, I got to bring another, I swore to you, I would not, I asked you not to make me talk about musicals, but I gotta bring up one more story. I was on Chicago PD and this big black man, see why I tell you, um, he had to go somewhere. I found he was in a, that night he had to be at um, Book of Mormon. The lead, the lead guy. I said, yeah, I'm getting you out of here no matter what I do. I'm getting you out of here. I was just so impressed. I said, I'm getting you out off the set. So, Tommy, you need to, well, you're retired. I was going to say, if I'm in a musical, then you just book me for TV. And then will you get me to the show on time? And, you know, uh, I, I feel like in New York, a lot of, of, of Broadway actors do television. And, and um, they, they look for Broadway actors on TV. Do you, did you enjoy working with actors? Yeah, well, I, did. Um, I, did. I like the actors that were came from um, humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, I don't, I know that, you know, 99.9% .9 of the world doesn't do what we do. And, um, and we all should be really grateful to be in the room 
you know, to be for sure. I think assistant directors bring the coffee to the director. Yeah. It's a big difference between director's assistant and assistant director. There's two two different worlds. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you could be the assistant director, and I'm I make a mean cup of coffee, Tommy. You know. I, I always had um when I was in Chicago, first day of the set, first day of the set, they bring me the, my Dunkin' Donuts with with um lots of cream. See, that's how you know you have Boston or 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 Jersey roots because you said Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we have when 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 you're when people read this book. Is it something they should take on vacation? Is it something they should read? At, is, when, what is it just anything, you know, I'm sure it is funny. I'm sure it is touching. I'm sure it is real. You know, who is this book written for? I'm going to say everyone because it talks about behind the scenes. And the great thing is most of the chapters are two, three, four, five pages long. But I talk about when I always got um, um, carjacked. I talk about the time I got hit by a car in my leg. I talked about the process I do to, to overcome it. So look, we all have something that we want to overcome that we're scared of. So this is this is the book for you. Ooh, Tommy, can, if I sat with you and we watched a TV show, do you enjoy do you enjoy watching or are you always the is the director always living inside of you? <laughs> uh, if it's a if it's a slow movie. Um I saw something today where I said, um I'm gonna this is like Worse than saying I watch porn. I watch I watch Murder She Wrote. Okay. <laughs> and the actor came in, and he, he stopped abruptly. He came. He, the actor's ego wanted to come in fast, and he had to hit his mark, so he slammed on the brakes. I knew he was doing that. That's funny, Angel. Um, there's no shame in Angela Lansbury. We were talking about musicals. I mean, here we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm wide open. That's... I'm no Anne Margaret. No. <laughs> was our highest watched video last year and margaret as as it should be um when you say hey, you're you're, you haven't heard this one yet that's right so tommy burke and tommyburke.com and get a copy of the book while we're talking about it get a it's not just sunglasses and autographs you know there's there's real life conversations and stories in here when you um say about hitting your mark which is not as easy as it looks tommy you know i'm trying to yeah. tell a line and walk on set and 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 hit my mark um how does a director, how should a director or how should an actor or both communicate with each other? I have this conversation a lot with those students about they're in school plays or they're trying to get in there. My director, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't understand. They feel intimidated. How do you build a good relationship as a crew and cast when you're working on something? Well, I, I, I'll give you a little tip. Uh, remember Andy Griffith show? Yes. Uh, is that the tip? Uh, he would walk. He always and he's stopping his mark with his head down. Yes. He's looking at his marks. So, but I say, be kind to the crew. When so many points go to a grip and say, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. Do you want one? The crew will melt. They'll melt. They'll do whatever you want. Absolutely. I, I, I know uh, I spent uh, four years work, doing all sorts of nonsense uh, on stage uh, at, at Saturday Night Live. That crew was there from the earliest of the mornings to the latest of the night, you know, literally moving stuff all over the place and with a lot of pressure and, and, and not a lot of thanks. No notoriety, no, you know, no people screaming your name after the, after the show is over. But they are the heartbeat of uh, the crews are the heartbeat of every theater 
TV and film that you watch and, and concerts, you know, that you are the, the reason we get to work as artists is because of the crew. Um, and now what, Tommy, the book is out. You can't sit still. So what are you going to do? Well, I got to read, I got to talk to Robert Bannon. That was, no, I got to talk to Tommy Burke and we're not, we didn't even talk about baseball because then we're going to fight and because he's from Boston and, and what was your team? Oh, the Yankees, of course. What? The Can't Yankees, hear you. The team that. <laughs> Why does Boston have a lot of good actors come from Boston? What do you think? I think they come from. Um, it's it's the real grit of the street. It's not easy. Um, they they don't have um. I'm trying to find the right word. A flourish about acting. They, they're not. They're not trying to be an actor just to get autographs and sunglasses. See, you are a publicist's dream. You just dropped that right in there. That was. <laughs> that was <laughs> well, I, I'm. I may have to go listen to Fun Home because of you brought that show up. Or or Mantle of Lamont. Do you have a favorite version of The Impossible Dream? Richard Kylie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what else can? Of course. Tommy, would you would you like me to come to your uh, um, your classroom? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Are right, where are you located now, Tommy? Where do you live? I'm in a very dark place. <laughs> I'm Redondo Beach, California, but I I, I get to a, I get I travel a lot. I, 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 oh, good. Stay in this. And what do you do to, besides working out? How do you take care of yourself? What did you, you have a routine? Uh, doing these things, uh, talking to great people. I mean, the book has also saved me. Um, I, I tell people the reason I wrote a book was to write a book. Because I have um, no wife or kids. I have no job. I have a beautiful view of the ocean, but I only care you so much. Yeah. So I, I always, I was the challenges. I've always had the challenges. So I, I had to do this. Well, you did it. And not only did you do it, 66 plus reviews, a ton of uh, testimonials and people talking about how great the book is. And you're touching a lot of people's lives um, while doing it. Not Just Sunglasses and Autographs is out now by Tommy Burke. Go to TommyBurke.com, B-U-R-K-E, and you can go get yourself a copy of it and, and take a moment, read it and enjoy it and be inspired and wake up tomorrow and go out there and hit it. Go get it. Go Red Sox. You would. That's it. We're done. What? I didn't even hear. What? Excuse me. Did he just say the Red Sox on my show? It, <laughs> football? Do you like football too? Uh, the Patriots are uh, not doing so good. Yes, you know, but I don't know a lot about football. I'm a I'm a gay musical theater guy, Tommy. You're lucky I even knew who the Red Sox were. No. <laughs> I would say I'm the I'm the largest single straight white male that loves musicals. <laughs> There's a couple out there. There might be one or two more. <laughs> They're 61 years old. Well, you know, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I like it. We. I like it a lot. I appreciate you. I appreciate. I want to come out to your classroom, and I want to come out to any classroom again. Oh. I want to spread the word about never giving up. Always try and just, I mean, I think that people need this, um, especially the younger generation, need this this message today. Yeah, absolutely. Screw, 
go ahead, do it. You're going to screw up, but go ahead. Don't, don't back down. Absolutely. You're hundred percent right, Tommy. Tommy, I'm inspired. I, I love you. I appreciate you're fun. You're a good time. I would love to have a slice of pizza and a good laugh about your life and journey. And um, I want people to go out and get the book. I want people to enjoy it. And if you want to find more information, when you go to TommyBrook.com, I know people could reach out to you. I know that uh, you have a lot of things going on and people could stay up to date. So, you know, stay up to date and see what's what's kicking and make sure you get, a, get two copies. Give it to somebody that needs a pick me up and a push and get yourself one as well. Tommy, you're my new friend. I appreciate I, I'm so happy to Thank talk you so to you. Let's have a three-way interview with Ann Margaret. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to her people right now. She will come to your she's out in the West Coast too. She I don't think she can handle me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're the best. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you so much, Robert. I love a character. What a character. Tommy Burke, y'all. I, I told you that people are excited to uh, share their work and their art, and we are happy to have them here, and we are excited to have them here. It creeps me out when people have watched me or looked at me. I don't, I think I'm talking to my friends, my mom's watching, my man is watching, you know, I got engaged, everyone. I did get engaged. I'm engaged to a beautiful, beautiful man. And even, even with me being engaged to a beautiful, beautiful man, I can tell you about the Yankees, see? Don't stereotype me. That's right, people. Well, I love being here on the Roundtable. I love the Broadway Podcast Network. I love my YouTube channel. I love that you watch me. We are live every Thursday night on YouTube with a brand new show. We have such craziness going on. We have amazing red carpets coverage on Broadway Podcast Network and also on YouTube. We have charity events. We have live interviews. We have so much coming up to you. So stay up to date at robertbannon.com. Listen to my music wherever music is heard. Come see me when I'm doing a show and uh, say hi. Uh, tell a friend. And I look forward to being here. Remember, the best is absolutely yet to come. You're so perfect and so beautiful. You're so cute. Hang in there. You got this, everybody. Talk to you again real soon. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.